0: I uh, admire your courage, Miss, uh... Trench. Sylvia Trench. I admire your luck, Mr... Bond. James Bond. Bonjour, Monsieur Bond. Where's 007? I think he's attempting re-entry, sir. My God, what's Bond doing? Keeping the British hand up, sir. Well, tell him to pull out. Immediately. Can I do
1: something for you, Mr. Bond?
0: A martini, shaken, not stirred.
1: Hang on, James.
0: The thought had occurred to me.
1: Looking
0: for shells? No, I'm just looking. You have a nasty habit
1: of surviving.
0: You know what they say about the fittest? Do you lose as gracefully as you win? I wouldn't know. I've never lost. No more foreplay.
1: Welcome to the first episode of our Bond Backwards mini-episodes where we look at the James Bond franchise. My name is Anders Holmes and I'm joined by Adam over Skype in America. Skype.
0: Adam over Skype. Okay. Shaken, but not Skype. (laughs) No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to Skype.
1: (laughs) You got hundreds of these, don't you?
0: Mhm. I'm looking forward
1: to these episodes. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so we're starting yeah, we're going backwards as a, well, of course, Bond backwards, so that, you know, the title explains itself. Agent 700. Yeah. So, yeah, well, f- the last Bond film was Christ 5 years ago, uh, and that Spectre. was What? Spectre. Spectre. Yeah. The uh 300 million dollar uh budget Bond film which um from what I remember, I've not seen it since it came out. And from what I remember of the screening that we went to, I liked it, but I I think in the same way that I had with the last Star Wars film, The Return of the Return of the Jedi and Palpatine's Return, and for some reason, I, I had some of the... I, I had those two films, I had... They have very much the same problems.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. It's exactly like... Um... The return of the return of the jedi it is um it feels like it, it's definitely a bond movie they have some of the elements but it is nowhere near as good as it should be and it feels over complicated um and we talked we did a whole episode about this but like one of the things i found most annoying was the fact that they tried to imply that blofeld as played by christoph waltz was behind all of the other bad guys in the daniel craig bond story so far which was just kind of maddening to me because um he so obviously wasn't and um and it just and i really hate it when the bond films try to like it's that that whole thing where they do it in the pierce brosnan bonds as well where they talk about like oh he lost someone close to him once and it's like yeah, a different bond played by a different character in 19, like played by a different actor in 1969 lost his life. It's like, maybe we should drop the whole thing. It's like, it just makes you question the whole, if you, if you pick at it, you realize that this can't possibly be the story of one man's life because he, you know, Sean Connery is 90,000 years old now, you know, it's like, um, so anyway, that's just a very long winded way of saying, I don't, I don't love that kind of trying to make it a, make it a through line. You know, I think each Bond film should just be taken on its own merits.
1: Yeah, I think, I don't know, there was a lot riding on this movie because Skyfall was a very surprise success. I mean, it looked it looked like it was kind of going back to the sort of basics of what makes Bond films really good or, you know, exciting. And, you know, because Quantum of Solace was, you know, that, I mean, the problem with Quantum of Solace, it came out during the writer's strike and they basically had to, like, come up with yeah. the story very quickly because... You know the, the strike was happening, and and that. Well,
0: you, I think we, I think we, I think we're going to talk about that uh, yeah. when we get to concentrate. There's some problems there, but
1: yeah, but yeah, I think, but I think with Spectre, I think it started strong. I think the Mexico City sequence, like the entire, I mean, that was the beginning of Sam Mendez's obsession with one shots. The whole, you know, sequence of him going to the building and you know shooting the guy, and then the whole building's collapse, and then there's the whole helicopter chase, and then he gets the Spectre ring. I thought that was really interesting.
0: Yeah, that was a good pre-credits. Uh, although pre credit pre credit pre credit sequence
1: that's hard to say yeah but the problem was um i i the thing i think this 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 was where uh, the first warning sign of there was going to be some it, i was going to have some issues with this film is the way that they shoehorn uh dame judy dench into the film which i found very confusing like he plays a video and said like oh by the way you have to go to this funeral because you know i'm dead and whatever and that sort of thing and that 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 oh, felt, I forgot about that bit that's mad yeah that felt very confusing and also that just didn't really make any sense cuz like how would she know that that guy's going to be there at that certain time and what's the connection with this whole thing cuz i felt like they could have they, they could have introduced specter into a very in, into the new generation where you know maybe he finds this ring and he's like oh unsure about it you know in the same way that he finds out about specter and doctor no like like sean connery's right
0: no no i mean like i remember we i mean and people can go and listen to our other episode about this but we talked a lot about this and this is the problem basically that i was just trying to outline quite clumsily is that i think the bond films when they try and make this like grand it's a bit like the star wars thing to be honest it's like when they try and make it into this saga it doesn't work it's it and and it's too easy to pick holes in it and it's too easy to see it for what it is which is an attempt to be clever and um and it, it actually ends up being more boring and less and less suspenseful. Um, and they were said. I mean, Quantum was being set up as kind of the you know the organization with Jesper Christiansen in it and stuff. I thought the way they did that was. I mean, we can talk about that in Casino Royale and Quantum of Solids, but I thought that was getting on to be really interesting. Yeah, but they, they just really didn't stick the landing with this movie. So, um,
1: yeah, what, I think uh, I think they got a bit too carried away with. I don't know. Maybe it seemed like with Spectre they were sort of trying to do like a little bit with Star Wars. They were trying to go for the nostalgic factor, but they didn't really have a strong story to go with it.
0: Yeah, right. Exactly. And and some of the, I, I, uh, yeah, some. The, it was. It was wrong to try and Skyfall with such a standalone great Bond movie. It was wrong to try and could like try and make this the sequence to, a sequel to Skyfall. They should have left that. You know they should have just started clean and then of course you know they end the film with no dead Blofeld Bond gets the girl and we know she's in the next one we know he's in the next one so obviously the next one's going to be a sequel to Spectre
1: yeah and I'm still sort of holding on well I think a few people are probably holding on to the fact that Rami Malek's character is going to be Dr. No and it's pretty obvious that it is you know I I think I don't
0: know I don't know if he is or not but like We'll see. We'll see about that. So, um, yeah. yeah. What do you give? What do you think about this movie? Like, um, I, I say it's like a. It's pretty medium.
1: Yeah, I think it, it's. It's. I. think like it. It has like it starts off really well. Like the the beginning sequence is, like in Mexico City is very intense. Like the way that it's shot and edited and the music's really good. It has all that classic Bond element and like Sam Mendes did a fantastic job with Skyfall and you know brought like a classic style back to it which really meshed really well with the style that uh, of daniel craig's um of daniel craig's james bond uh, character but i think after that it just the storyline didn't really work and also like i think like after skyfall had came out like john logan who was one of the screenwriters on on skyfall he was also the screen one of the screenwriters on this film like he was gonna he had this i think he had like an overarching storyline that was going to go over two films that they were going to do two back-to-back films. But I guess like, I don't know, this was around the time when they had the hacking thing and then all this like information about what was going on behind the scenes in studios came out. And then it looked like, like a lot of people weren't really happy with the script and they brought back Neil Purvis and Robert Wade, who had written all the screenplays from, I believe, world is not enough up until Skyfall, And then they said Skyfall was going to be their last Bond film. They then got brought back. They had Jez Butterworth writing a screenplay. So I felt like there was a lot of things... Butterworth! They had, like, a lot of things kind of, you know... I think it, it seemed like there was too many cooks spoiling the broth with this movie. And it, it... I don't know. It was a very... I don't know. I have mixed feelings about this film. And I don't like... That they made Blofeld related to Bond, and also it, it, oh, that
0: was mad as well. Yeah, oh God, there's so many things I'm remembering that really irritate me. Yeah, yeah, well,
1: and, and they didn't really. I mean, even though they sort of said like, oh no, no, Christoph Waltz is he's playing another character called Franz Oberhauser, and they didn't really. They just sort of said, yeah, he's Blofeld. Sorry, <laughs> they didn't try to like. Yeah. They didn't really so, try to. So they, so they didn't really <laughs> try to be like you know wink wink about it they basically like said like he's not blofeld yet making it really obvious even in the first trailer like he's in darkness that he is blofeld so that for me was like we were all we all kind of going into it going yeah we knew that was going to be in it that was going to be a factor
0: yeah so how are we how are we rating these films um you know i can't really give it a normal star rating like but compared Bond films have their own lexicon should we should we give it a, a number of martinis out of how many, five martinis, should we say, Of, of is the top and one uh, martini is, is, is the bottom?
1: I would say... We should have
0: probably talked about this before we started recording.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is the behind the scenes coming into the episode. I, I would say this is probably like three martinis. I think it's three martinis, but the mm, I'm going to give it two martinis
0: and an empty glass with an olive in it.
1: Yeah. I, because I... it
0: just irritates me too much. What are the what are our other fun features that we're doing on this Bond backwards?
1: Uh, I think like one like one of our favorite uh, like scenes or like one of our least favorite scenes. I guess like our least favorite thing about Spectre is the fact that Blofeld is related to Bond. What about like stupidest scene? What about that? Uh, stupid ste- uh, stupid scenes. Um, I would say my my the stupidest. Se- that's just uh, sorry. The stupidest scene in the film. Is the train fight sequence that he has with Dave Batista, and it ends with him saying "shit," and then he gets pulled out the train.
0: I like the fight. I don't like the shit, but the fight's pretty fun. I think that my my stupidest bit in that film is the um, is the fact that he shoots a helicopter out of the sky with a of PPK.
1: That that oh no. yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, in in a, in a, in in the city of London, while on a
0: boat in the Thames. Yeah, in no, the city of just... London, which is very empty. Right. The, yeah. I'm actually I'm I'm on the point of taking away the third glass and just leaving it to martinis. Anyway, um, what um, what about uh, what is the location in the film you most want to go on holiday to?
1: Oh, um, uh, Leah sedu's office in Switzerland, that like psych- psychiatry office that she has in like the mountains and snow and stuff. That was pretty cool.
0: Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say probably Mexico
1: City for me. Mm yeah that's pretty yeah i'd say so too yeah uh, yeah uh, I, I like oh,
0: you go skiing i'll go to mexico and we'll compare notes
1: yeah okay fine we'll, we'll do that so who's your favorite character in the film oh
0: jesus i think i have to say mr white because that's the only character and i'm not just saying that because he's Danish. i think it's the only character where there's like where the whole through line thing actually works because he has been set up as this mysterious middleman um and the way he's portrayed by Jesper christensen is kind of can compelling and he um, he's that sort of wild man who's kind of run away and living on his own in the middle of nowhere is, is sort of exciting so yeah, I think he's probably my favourite character, what about you?
1: Yeah, in that scene he does remind me a little bit of a Danish John Hurt because he looks a little yeah. bit like him in that, in that scene He's everywhere, he's right in front of you when you're having your dinner Yeah, yeah there's a lot of weird lines in that movie um, yeah I don't know I think yeah I'd say Jesper Christensen's a pretty good uh, I think he's I really like that character I, th- I wish they did more with him I don't know I was kind of looking forward to seeing him in this movie and then he's only in like one scene but um, yeah I don't know I think who else
0: there's not really a great amount to choose from in this film.
1: No, there isn't. Yeah. I don't know. I think I don't know. I, I kind of like Andrew Scott's character, the the like the sort of the villainous like government figure. Yeah. C. I think that's it. Right, yeah. Was that well, his maybe name? We'll though? just leave it at that.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, that was uh that was that Spectre. Uh, yeah. Stinging in the rain. That's not funny, 007. Where's your butler friend? Oh, he blew a fuse. Shocking. Where's Strax? Oh, he had to fly. Positively shocking. You missed, Mr. Bond. I think he got the point. Right, right idea, Mr. Bond. The wrong pussy. You're not thinking I of... oh, sure am, boy. You expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Goodbye, Mr.
1: Bond. It's a Smith and Wesson,
0: and you've had your six.